thanks for checking out this message from Springmount Church. For more information about us and what we do, visit our website, springmount.church. Why not check out all the different groups that run throughout each week in Barrow and on Walney? And join us every Sunday from 11am at Salt House Pavilion in Barrow Infernos. If you would like us as a church to pray for you, please email prayer at springmount.church or sign up on our website for monthly news straight to your inbox. Hi and welcome to another Sunday. It's the last of our series on heroes today. It's the, the final episode, if you like, and we move into Hebrews chapter 12. And hopefully we will all remember what faith is. Maybe you can tell it to your television right now that faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see that without faith it's impossible to please God and we've had loads of examples over the weeks of people who are heroes of faith maybe you can remember the fact that those heroes were far from perfect and yet are still commended for the faith they displayed even if it was on one or two occasions As I say, we're going to finish this series by slipping into chapter 12, because I believe the first four verses point to us as heroes. It starts with a therefore. And somebody once said that you have to say, what's it there for? We need to know. So the point of chapter 11 is to encourage us to be heroes of faith. Or it actually talks about being champions. I think I've chosen my uh, my shirt today very, very well, Jeff Chad. The writer to the Hebrews uses the idea of a race to demonstrate how we can be heroes of faith too. That there are steps we can follow to be a hero and that there are examples to remember that will help us to keep going. So let's hear Alison read the first four verses of Hebrews chapter 12. Thanks Alison. Hebrews chapter 12 verses 1 to 4 in the New International Version. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles. And let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of faith. For the joy set before him, he endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Consider him who endured such opposition from sinners, so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. In your struggle against sin, you have not yet resisted to the point of shedding your blood. The heroes of faith then are witnesses to our faith. They're cheering us on and we are running the same race that they have already run. So what tips are there for me and you to be heroes? Well, the step one, step one in these verses says, Get rid of everything that slows you down. At school sports day, as a teacher, there was always one race that the children really wanted to do. But I myself wasn't that keen on. It was the obstacle race. 
The reason I wasn't that keen on is that myself and another member of staff would set the course up ready for the children to do. And then the head thought it would be funny if we showed everybody what to do. If we set the example and we would skip, we would hula hoop, we would egg and spoon, we would sack race, we would do all these different things until one of the final obstacles was to crawl under a bench through the gap and run to the finish line. Now, I am not the smallest of people. I've had times where I've been at peak fitness and there's been times where I've been quite slim. But this one time I crawled under this bench and ended up having to carry it with me the rest of the way because I couldn't fit all the way through. The children thought it was hilarious, the staff thought it was hilarious, and I was a little bit embarrassed. But it was really hard to finish that race carrying a bench around my waist. It would have been much better to cast it off and to get rid of it so I could run and finish well. Another sports day I remember as a parent was the dad's race at Dalton St Mary's. Not long after I'd had an operation on my knee and I was determined to try and win. And in front of the whole school, I tried to win, not realising that my operation would mean I veered to the left and I fell flat on my face. But I got up and I finished the race. I kept going. I kept going. And it was embarrassing, probably even more embarrassing for my children. But in this one occasion, I had to carry a bench. I was embarrassed and I needed to throw it off to be running the race as well as I could. I was also, as I read these verses, I was reminded of it's a knockout. Many of you who are my age and younger, maybe a little bit older, uh, no, my age and older, that's right, get it right, Johnny, will remember It's a Knockout. Great television program, great viewing, but often the races in It's a Knockout were hilarious because the people involved were wearing massive costumes that made life difficult. Sometimes they couldn't see. Sometimes they were carrying huge, huge outfits that made them larger than life. And so it was hilarious as they fell, as they ran, as they stumbled, as they struggled to compete the races while carrying all of this stuff. Throw off every weight that slows us down. That's what Hebrews 12 says, step one to being a hero. Get rid of the stuff that brings you down. Get rid of the stuff that slows you down. Get rid of the things that cause a problem. You wouldn't expect Usain Bolt to win the 100 meter sprint wearing a heavy diving suit and flippers. You wouldn't expect it because all of those things would slow him down. They would hinder him. They would stop him. It wouldn't be the best way to run the race. So let's ask a question of ourselves as we start this morning. What holds us back and slows us down in the race to get nearer to God? What slows us down in getting nearer to God? Hebrews 12 says, throw it off. Get rid. Don't try running while carrying stuff that will hold you back. Don't try running while being held back by problems and sin from the past. Deal with it radically. Jesus himself said, if your hand causes you to sin, cut it off. If your eye causes you a problem, pluck it out. Radically deal with the things that hold you back. Identify them and get rid. It could be a habit that holds you back. It could be something from your past that holds you back. Something that gets in between you and God your Father. It could be certain people that hold you back or places that, that drag you down to their level. All of these things can make it difficult to run the race that God is calling you to run. And there'll be enough obstacles without us putting ones in ourselves. 
It could be things that we watch or listen to. It could be anything. But each one of us, as I'm talking, will know exactly what it is that we struggle with. Especially the sin that so easily trips us up. What is that sin for you and for me? What is the thing that easily trips us up? That the enemy will come and try and have a field day. Deal with it. Get rid. Cut it off. Throw it off. And run faster and better. Make the race easier for ourselves. God says don't try running a race while being held back and weighed down. Be free and be a champion. Step one, get rid of the things that hold you down. Deal radically with that thing and deal with it so we can run better, so that we can run faster. Step two in Hebrews chapter 12 says, keep going. Run with endurance the race God has set before us. I talked in the devotional this week about the half marathon I ran. I don't want to keep living on that past glory. Uh, I've run 10k races as well and they've been brilliant. But one of the things that I've done that's probably been the hardest I've ever done has been the Keswick to Barrow. And actually, it's not necessarily a running race. It's just a test of mental endurance. It's a test of saying, keep going. The key to it is to just keep going. It's a little bit like Dory in Finding Nemo. Dory's phrase in Finding Nemo to Nemo's dad, when Nemo's dad wants to jack it all in and give it all up, is just keep swimming, just keep swimming, just keep swimming. And sometimes that has to be our attitude. Just keep going, just keep going. Just keep going. God is with you. God is supporting you and God will see you through. Just keep going. That is the key to the Keswick to Barrow walk, to just keep going. Every time I've done it, it's been different. I've seen others try to do it and stop, but then try again and succeed. I can think of many from Spring Mount who, who have tried and have just had to stop and yet have gone back to it again and succeeded. The key is to just keep going going it's actually about attitude rather than ability yes you've got to be able to to keep going in some ways but the attitude part is far harder than the ability and I believe it's the same in our Christian lives our attitude can be far more important than our ability our character can be so more important than our competence what we're like when nobody's looking is far more important than the person people see in the headlines It's about pressing forwards instead of stopping and sitting down. Once you've stopped and sat down for a while, it makes it harder to keep going. Just keep going. That's what it takes to be a hero sometimes is to keep pressing in and keep pressing on. It's perseverance in the race that God has laid out for you and for me. You know, I was thinking in a normal race, everybody is taking the same route. A hundred metres race, you've got these uniform lanes everybody running the same distance, everybody running in their lane, no problems at all. You don't need to compare your lane to the lane next to you. And actually you don't need to finish at the same speed or with the same ability, you just need to keep going. Wouldn't it be weird if every lane was different? Wouldn't it be weird in a 100 metres race if one person had an empty, clear, straight lane and the person next to them had a huge mountain in the middle to climb and then a huge pit to dive under and other things blocking their way that would be unfair and sometimes that might seem what life is like but the key to the race that God puts before us is to keep going 
We might have a different lane to the person next to us. We might have a different situation to others around us, but the key is to just keep going, to fix our eyes not on our neighbours, but step three is to fix our eyes on Jesus. Look at some of the heroes that have been mentioned in Hebrews chapter 11. Some of them had it easier than others. Daniel isn't, doesn't get mentioned, yet he was a prisoner. He faced threats. He was under different trials. He was threatened with death by a lion. That's a, probably not many times you hear death by a lion. Daniel had it tough. Then you think of Enoch. We don't know an awful lot about Enoch, just that he walked with God. Maybe Enoch might have seemed to have an easier life. But it's not about comparison. What we do know about Daniel and Enoch is that they were called to just keep going and to run the race that they had in front of them. But how? Step three, by keeping their eyes on Jesus. I've shared with you before a story of my brother. It was quite a, a contentious issue that in our house growing up, there was a, a, a war with some pictures on and my sister had a, a trophy that was to do with public speaking. My brother had a trophy for the 100 metres from school and I didn't have anything like that. I know it's terrible, isn't it? I did one day win, or twice actually at camp, I won the clay pigeon shooting trophy. So I did a, a picture of myself with that and put it on the wall just so I could be part of this wall of heroes in my house. But Phil's trophy for the 100 metres comes with a little bit of a, an, another story. His previous experiences were, he was quite fast. And one day he was winning a 100 metres race and he was there, he was powering towards the line. And he made the mistake at glancing either side of him to see if his opponents were catching him. He made the mistake of looking at the people around him instead of looking at the goal he was running to. And in those moments of taking his eyes off the goal, he actually ended up falling behind the people either side of him because he took his eyes off the prize. Obviously, he won it another time, although again, there's a little bit of contention about that because I believe he finished second and the winner was disqualified. So, you know, maybe maybe he didn't really win that trophy, but I love my brother to bits and he's a hero, so that's fine. Phil, if you're watching, you're a hero. We keep our eyes on Jesus. Phil took his eyes off the prize. He took his eyes off where he was going and he worried too much about everybody else. And so he didn't win the race. He finished the race, but comparison can make us feel less. We need to keep our eyes on Jesus, who had a pretty difficult race himself. He endured the cross, it tells us in Hebrews 12. That's what he did. Physical pain, personal shame. He was persecuted. He lost loved ones. He had no home or possessions to speak of. He was falsely accused. He was wrongly tried and wrongly punished. And he did it for me and he did it for you. Jesus's race was a difficult one. And he kept going because his eyes were always on the Father. How do we keep going? By looking to him and at him. I lift my eyes up to the mountains. Where does my help come from? My help comes from you, maker of heaven and earth. Jesus both began and finished the race that we're in. He's already done it. He's gone before and he endured it for me and for you. That is how we keep going. We are not alone. We are not helpless. We are not hopeless, but we are helped and full of hope. 
He endured the cross and is now seated in honour and glory. The future reward is great. Step three, step four, think of all Jesus went through. You know, it says there in Hebrews 12 that whenever things are tough, follow his example. In fact, I want to hear the version read now in the message version. Thanks, Alison. Hebrews chapter 12, verses 1 to 4 in the message version. Discipline in a long distance race. Do you see what this means? All these pioneers who blazed the way, all these veterans cheering us on, it means we'd better get on with it. Strip down, start running and never quit. No extra spiritual fat, no parasitic sins. Keep your eyes on Jesus, who both began and finished this race we're in. Study how he did it, because he never lost sight of where he was headed. That exhilarating finish in and with God. He could put up with anything along the way. Cross, shame, whatever. And now he's there, in the place of honour, right alongside God. When you find yourselves flagging in your faith, go over that story again, item by item, that long litany of hostility he ploughed through. That will shoot adrenaline into your souls. In this all-out match against sin, others have suffered far worse than you to say nothing of what Jesus went through, all that bloodshed. So don't feel sorry for yourselves. Thanks again, Alison. Thanks for joining us today. You know, following an example is easier than just following an instruction. If I were to show someone the notes to press on a piano keyboard, then it would be so much easier to get them to learn than if I just tell them what to do. There's an element of both that needs to happen. But if I show them, if I actually point them out, if I actually show them with my own hands, then they're going to have a better chance of being able to play the piano than if I just tell them. I've been running with Chloe during the lockdown. I've started my jogging again. Maybe one day I'll do another half marathon. Don't think so, but we'll see. I know that it's helped Chloe to keep going because I've kept going. And I know it's helped me to keep going because she's kept going. Sometimes I would have stopped because nobody would have seen, nobody would have noticed, but actually it's encouraged me to keep pressing in and pressing on because I've had an example with me and I've had a running mate beside me. We need to follow the best example that there is and we need to show others the same example. At the end of the message version that Alison read, it says, when you find yourselves flagging in your faith, Go over that story again, item by item, the story of Jesus, what he endured, item by item, that long litany of hostility that he ploughed through. That's serious stuff, isn't it? 
that will shoot adrenaline into your souls. Do you need a boost today? Remember what Jesus has done and remember he did it for you. Do you need a boost today? Look at the example he set when faced with crisis. He looked to his father and he kept going and he was seated in glory now. Jesus sets the example for us to follow. He kept going for you and he kept going for me. So how about we keep going for him? So as we come to the end of this series on heroes of faith, let us remember what faith is. Let us remember that we are being called to keep going and growing in our faith. And let us know that the race before us has a prize at the end worth having if we keep running. Throw off the stuff that slows us down, especially sin. Maybe you're new to church and you don't know what stuff really holds you back from getting closer to God. It can even be the things we say and do that means that we end up settling for second best. But Jesus now is seated in glory. The race for Jesus was tough and he's now seated in the place of honour at the Father's right hand. We've sung many songs over the years, some of them by Matt Redman, and one that springs to mind is there is a louder shout to come. There is a time where our shouting, our joy will be greater because Jesus has paved the way to it. Another of Matt Redman's songs says, better is one day in your courts than thousands elsewhere. Better is one day in the presence of God than thousands anywhere else. You can think of where you'd like to be right now, but better is one day in the presence of God than thousands in that most perfect place you can imagine. We will have eternity in his courts, not just one day. That's the promise. As I finish, the illustration that makes me think of is the posts you sometimes see on Facebook and other social media sites that say, if you share and like this page, you might win a prize. If you share and like this page, you'll win a holiday of a lifetime. If you share and like this page, you'll win your dream house. And I see many people, including from from our church, sharing and liking some of these pages. Why not? You might win a prize. Some of those competitions are genuine and, and have got a prize at the end, but only one person can win it. Some of the competitions are scams and they're fake, but many people will still share and like them because there is a hope of a better place. Today, the prize and the promise for us is better forever. The prize and the promise is everything that Jesus has, is more than eternity in his courts. Not only that you don't have to hope either that you're the lucky one picked at random. This prize isn't just for one person. This prize is for all. We just have to accept it. So as we finish this series on heroes, let us be heroes of faith. Let us be examples to those that come after who can say, by faith, Johnny Harrison did whatever. Let us be heroes. Let us shout his name from the rooftops of our lives. Why don't we today share and like his gospel message, his good news? Why don't we share and like and say this prize is open to all? Let us shout his name from the rooftops of our lives. Jesus is the example of champions and he asks us to follow him. And he is the greatest hero. Better is one day in his courts and thousands elsewhere. I hope you've enjoyed these heroes of faith. Don't forget about them. Whenever you're flagging, go through those things again and again. Let it shoot adrenaline into our souls to keep us going, to fix our eyes on him and to throw off the stuff that slows us down. Have a fantastic Sunday. Let's pray.
Father God, I pray that you'll help us to identify the things that catch us out, the things that slow us down, the things that drag us back so that we can run the race better and faster. Father, help us to fix our eyes on you no matter what time we're going through and help us to share and like our faith. Help us to share and shout it and help us to see that you have promised better and better is to come. Father God, I thank you for your word and your truth. And I pray, Lord, today that you will just help us to keep going, to endure, to persevere. And Father, I pray particularly as we come to the end of this time, I pray for the Flynn family. Father, for all those that are connected to that tragedy that happened last Sunday. And we ask that somehow in the midst of this difficult, troubled time, we pray that you will be the God of all comfort and the God of all hope. And we pray that you will draw near to them. And Father, that in the future, there can be a time where people have pointed that they have got closer to God, even in the midst of darkness. So we ask that you are the one that is the beginner and the ender of our faith. And we ask that you help us to run the race so that the witnesses around will cheer, clap and go wild. And Father, one day we will enter into your courts with praise and we will hear you say well done good and faithful servant in jesus name amen thanks for joining us i hope you've enjoyed the series we start a new one next week let's see what it is have a great week and we'll see you soon god bless